What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode 154 of the Stand Up Guys podcast. I'm your host, incomparable Zach Jones, joined as always by the ninth wonder, Chocolate Thunder. He respects the power of the majestic ham flower. He knows the appeal of the rusty wagon wheel, the Baron of Browntown, the Duke of Dukeville, the Ayatollah of Asahola, the phenomenal AJ Singh. What's up, everybody? <laughs> if we if we did make money, would Asahola make it? <laughs> That's maybe a questionable one. I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to see on that one. <laughs> Uh, well, ladies and gentlemen, this is going to be our all-Marvel episode uh, where we, well, I should say all-Secret Invasion uh, episode. We're going to be kind of reviewing not only the finale of uh, Secret Invasion, but just kind of giving our, our final thoughts on the series as it has uh, wrapped up. Um, actually, let, let's start with that, AJ, because, you know, I think as this thing has gone along we started out where we're like you know the show's okay like not great not terrible i think including this final episode i'm I'm still in that general area but maybe down just a little bit like if i was rating this show on a scale one to ten i i think now i'd be maybe around a five and a half six like Like it's, I don't think it's terrible. Like some people online uh, really hated this last episode, and I think may turn them against it to the point where they like. I think so. Yeah. To me, I'm like, we'll get to it. I think there are some things in this episode that didn't make any sense, and some that were just like uh, disappointing. By the way, spoilers ahoy for this whole thing. (laughs) But uh, um. I mean, my okay. A couple of surface level things is, is, is for me. Number one, uh, we'll get to it. But this show does kind of end on a to be continued at a future date that we don't even know kind of thing. Yeah. So it's it's kind of uh, disappointing in that way. But also, I mean, the whole secret invasion event in the comic books, like the whole thing was like, ooh, who's going to turn out to be a scroll? Yeah. You know, and that was the driving force in this series. That really wasn't the case. And we only got one kind of reveal, which was James Rhodes. Which is pretty obvious. Which was pr- both pretty obvious and, and doesn't seem like a big deal. Yeah. And, like, I, I feel like for this show to have an impact, they, they would have had to have been planning it for years and kind of seeding, like, little things in the movies to where, like, once it's revealed, we go, oh, Maybe that's why he did such and such in a movie, or you know what? It's one of those things where it's like I just don't feel like I care that he was a scroll, you know? Well, there's a a little bit of a reveal that, like, uh, you know, we'll talk about this later on, but you know, it depends on how long he's been a scroll too, right? Yeah, actually, we we can mention that now. So, like, because I've seen some things online where it's still like people weren't weren't sure because um, some people. Because when he woke up, I guess he was in like a hospital gown or something. Yeah. And, and some people are saying, oh, it, they probably took him like shortly after Civil War. Yeah. But then I, I've heard other people say that like they thought maybe he like in the Avengers movie, maybe like bled red or something. So they're like, oh, maybe not. Maybe he was taken somewhere after Infinity War, but before like 
Falcon and Winter Soldier. So I don't know. It still seems yeah. like it seems like it's something they should have definitively answered for us during they this will. episode. Yeah, that's true. Rather than make us speculate. Yeah. But to me, it's one of those things where, like, okay, let's let's assume that first series is correct, and they took him like shortly after Civil War. Mm-hmm. Did he do anything in the other movies really that would make us go like see it in a new light and be like, oh? If he was a scroll this whole time, what does that mean? You know what no, I mean? Not really. Like, I mean, he hasn't had big roles in the movies. I, I, I do remember in Infinity War, he had like, you know, that scene where he was like dropping bombs on like all the, the those like creatures. Oh yeah. But I'm like, I don't know. Has he done really anything that w- would make us like go like, oh, this is interesting? I don't. Not that I can think of. Yeah, it just I don't know. The whole thing seems kind of anticlimactic to me. And and left me um, kind of scratching my head. Um, I mean, I guess we did get the um, well. As far as we know, they didn't undo it in this show, so maybe the death of Maria Hill is permanent. It sounds like it does seem like she's not coming back after this. Did you know? I, I mean, in, in a movie series with like you know a multiverse, it's always possible to get her back. I guess, right? But yeah. it seems like this version of her is killed off. Yeah. Um, and I guess Talos dying seems permanent. Yeah. But other than that, I don't know if we got anything, you know, ground shaking in the, in this series. Um, I'm trying to think, yeah, just overall, it just seems so like the, the, like the action pieces and everything, it seems so small compared to like what it could have been. You know, I know they spent a lot of money on this show and stuff, but it just, it could have been more epic. Yeah, there is like one fight at the end here. And even that, I'm like, I'm sure this costs a lot of money, but it doesn't look all that spectacular to right, me. Right, yeah. Uh, which we'll get to. I guess, uh, yeah, let's get into it. Let's get, well, we'll start breaking down the episode here. And you can just chime in whenever uh, uh, you want to. Because uh, I'm, I'm sure there's things about this episode we'll, we'll talk about. Um, all right, so this finale episode entitled Home. Um, so we start out with uh, Fury calls Vara, and they have like a quick cold exchange where we get the sense that Fury thinks he might die. You know, we've mentioned this in prior episodes about their relationship seems like kind of cold. Yeah. And, it, and it just keeps coming up that way to the point where I'm like, I don't know how invested I am in their relationship. Yeah, it, like... I- from just being on the outside, it seems so dysfunctional that they should just break up. <laughs> it just kind of seemed that way. Um, okay, so we're at uh, at New Scrollos. An empty car pulls up, uh, which distracts the guards and allows Fury to uh, kill the guards. I mean, even that's not like a spectacular action piece or anything. No. He just like, I guess, has this remote control car or something. Yeah. Uh, I mean, okay. Um. We get a scene with Rhodes where he keeps pushing the president to attack Russia. Um, of course, this is, you know, Scroll Rhodes, uh, which I know the bad guy named, maybe it was like Rava or something. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. So th- this part bothered me. So I'm going to future spoiler already. So we find out, by the way. Uh, if people listen to our last episode, we did call a few things that happened oh, okay. in this episode. Nice. Um, so it turns out that Fury here is wearing like the full length cloak, you know, that they kind of teased oh, right, in the last episode. Right. And it turns out to be Gaia. Okay. So I want to lay that because 
Fury starts to cough because of the radiation sickness. Mm-hmm. And so he takes the iodide uh, pills to combat the radi- radiation sickness. So we know that this is an act. Yeah. That, you know, because Guy is a scroll, she's immune to the radiation or whatever. But my question is. Does she believe she's being on, on video right now? Because, like, why is she, like, pretending so in-depth? You know, the coughing, the taking the pills, the... Like, is she, like, convinced that she's being watched right now and really laying it on yeah, thick? Yeah, I think that's what it is. Like, I saw a, a, screen, a new Rockstars video, and they talked about how um, she might know, like, uh, where all the cameras are in the facility. So, like, she coughs for the cameras to, like... In case anybody's watching. Okay, I guess I can kind of buy that then. But there is something coming up that I have a hard time with. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so we get a scene at the hospital where Sonia calls Rhodes and tells him that Fury is coming after him. And so that he needs to move the president quickly. This made no sense to me. Because, like, okay, we know... That she knows he's a scroll. So as a viewer, we're like, okay, we know she's trying to set him up. But I don't get why, like, okay, the president's in danger, so we're going to move him. And they're just going to move him from, like, you know, up one story, the hospital. What, is that supposed to be a secure wing? Wouldn't they already have all their guards on whatever level they're on? Shouldn't that be the most secure place in the hospital as it is? Yeah, shouldn't it be a death trap for whoever tries to Yes, yes. It didn't make any sense that they would move him. Yeah, I don't know. So that I thought was just stupid writing that that didn't make sense. Um, So we get a scene where Fury, which of course we know is Gaia, Meets with Gravik in the room with the Super Scroll machine and drops his pills due to all the coughing and stuff. So, again, I guess she's just laying it on thick here. Um, back to the hospital, Rhodes does move the president, and of course, his men start to be uh, taken out. Although, I think they're just getting like tr- shot with trank guns. Oh, okay. I think rather than like real bullets. That makes sense. Um, so, Gravik says uh, his human form is the first man he killed working for Fury. Um, Gravik says that they followed Talos for 30 years, which got them nowhere. Um, He tells Fury that he's going to kill him, and then he's going to wipe out humanity, and that Fury is to blame for everything. Okay, so Fury says that he failed the scrolls, and that after a few years of searching, he realized there was no planet out there for the scrolls to live on, and that in order to keep the promise he he'd have to find them a home on earth and fury says he didn't uh accomplish that because it's easier to save the lives of eight billion people than it is to change their hearts and minds so this speech he has would be okay with me if that was legit fury yeah but here's the thing she did not use the memory machine on him yeah and she is saying things that really only he would know right so that whole scene doesn't work for me yeah, I, I did. I was wondering if, like, maybe she had gotten some of his memories somehow. But, yeah, I would think she would need to access his mind to be able to say the things that he would say. Yeah, to say those things, she would. I think she would have straight up had to use the memory machine on him, you yeah. know, which she didn't. And so, to me, the, you know, I, I get that they're trying to dupe us into thinking it's really Fury and, like, hiding the fact that it is Gaia. Yeah. But then when you examine those lines, I'm like, there's no way she would have said those if she didn't have, you know, access to his mind. So, right. to me, to me, that didn't really make sense at all. 
Um, so Fury said uh, says that he felt relief when the blip came because he wouldn't have to fight anymore. Again, if that's just Gaia making up words that she thinks he would say, I mean, mm. it seems too specific. Yeah. Um, Fury and so Fury says that because he failed Gravik, he's decided to give him the harvest like he wanted, as long as he promises to call off the strike. And use his new powers uh, to go to a, a different planet and spare Earth. I mean, how could Gravik fall for that? You know, like. Well, here's the thing. So we find out that he, he like the the thing that Gaia gives him is the legit harvest. Yeah. Because he does the testing on it. So here's my question: If he didn't stupidly turn the machine on with, with both of them inside, who, he thought Fury was yeah. still in there. I mean. Her plan wouldn't have worked at all. Right. Like, he would have just got a powerful and killed her. Yeah. And, like, my question is, like, why would he have kept Fury in the middle of the machine? Is he just like, oh, this isn't going to affect Fury. It's calibrated only for scrolls, so I can do this? That was my thinking. Like, maybe he just didn't care. Like, it wouldn't have an effect on Fury. And he thought, like, you know, he'll kill him immediately, like, after he gets his powers. But um, it did seem like a big, like... Like you have to give you have to give a benefit of the doubt to the to the writer like to to you have to say like okay I'm not gonna think about <laughs> the fact that he could have you know gotten Fury out of there could have killed him before he even did it could there's so many things he could have done that were different where he didn't have to like put the machine on both of them it's just, right it just it, that was just convenient and also like like the premise that Fury gives there. Is like, oh, as long as you promise to to use these powers to actually go to space. And f- well, one of the like we find out that, and this is another criticism I have when we get there that, that they're given um, a ridiculous amount of power with this harvest thing. One of those powers, just one of them, is Captain Marvel's powers. Yeah. The thing is, like you would imagine, someone with Captain Marvel's powers probably could find another planet out there. Yeah. But here's the thing, like. Captain Marvel's been been working with Fury forever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's found other planets. This is why this whole thing of them not being able to find them another planet is so stupid. Yeah. Because, of course, they could have by now. Yeah. If the power of Captain Marvel could find you know, find them another planet. The legit Captain Marvel yeah. could have found them another planet. Yeah. She found Tony Stark's ship in space in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, also something that I theorized on the last episode that didn't happen was the whole thing where, like, because scrolls like cold, they could literally just, like, live in Antarctica or something. Mm-hmm. To, I almost think that would have been a better yeah way to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when we got to the end of this episode, I was like... <laughs> Oh, I guess they kind of set that up for nothing. But, um, okay. um, back at the hospital, the president asks for a gun um, since Rhodes and his team is, are under attack and he gets one. Um, we get this scene that confused me at first because I didn't know the context of it. It's just this random scene where a soldier is given classified documents. And I think, like, I put it together that that's him, like, getting the orders that the the you know that they're going to launch the missile onto at Russia and like I guess he's gonna deliver those orders to the missile silo or mm. something. I don't know. <laughs> but at first I was just like, well this is a really random scene that I'm not sure what they're trying to uh convey, mm. but that was it. 
Um, okay. Oh, so like I mentioned earlier, Gravik does a, a test and he does verify that the harvest fury gave him is real. Um, we get back at the hospital. Sonia takes uh, Rhodes' gun and holds him at gunpoint. Uh, this is kind of bouncing back and forth. Uh, so now back at the new Scrollos, Gravik turns on the Super Scroll machine with him and Fury inside, like we mentioned. Uh, Gravik goes to punch Fury with his new powers, uh, but Fury is able to block the punch. And then Fury's arm hulks out and he punches Gravik out of the building. And this is where we finally get the reveal. Uh, the cloak comes off and Fury is revealed to be Gaia in disguise. Mm. Um, so now the real Nick Fury shows up at the hospital and he ends up tranking the rest of Rhodes' men. This is what confused me. Like, why sh- she came in and like, told him that Fury's coming, that they should move the president. And they did that and it only went worse for them. <laughs> like, you would think that they'd be like preparing for Fury to come. Like, you know, they'd be like more secured. Well, I mean, yeah, that's, that's why the whole thing doesn't make sense that this ploy of hers. Because I, I guess her, like her thing is like, oh, we'll we'll get them to break up like their stronghold yeah. as they move the president, and it'll make us, it easier for us to pick them off. That's why I'm saying like it's so stupid that Rhodes even fell for that. Yeah, like it doesn't make sense. Like, oh yeah, we'll just move all of our men that are already here from this floor to the floor above, which does nothing yeah. to help our position. Actually, you know, it just. They should, like you said, it should already been the most secure yeah. room of the building, and it just didn't make sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so basically, these scenes are quickly going back and forth between what's happening at New Scrollos and the hospital. Uh, so at New Scrollos, Gaia stabs Gravik with an ice fist. Uh, we mentioned on the last episode that it did show that one of the powers was like some sort of frost beast's yeah. power. So we got a taste of that. Uh, Fury tells the president that Rhodes is a scroll, and he tells him all about how the real people are in, in the basement of New Scrollos. Um, we see that a U.S. missile is preparing to launch towards Russia, build up the tension a little bit. Uh, Gaia and Gravik fight into the sky until, um, oh, and at one point, like, very randomly, like, um, Gaia turns her arm into Drax's arm. Yeah. Which I'm like... You already showed us, like, the Hulk's arm, which seems to me like a stronger thing than Drax's arm. So it's just, like, I thought it was, like, a weird random thing for her to use, but I guess it's just trying to show us all these people incorporated. At some point, they also show, I think, Thanos' arm, which I'm like, if you're going to go with anything, go with that, right? (laughs) That or Captain Marvel. That's true. Like, they're all, like, super... Okay, let's, let's talk about this whole thing now, because to me... Like, Fury is this guy that's so concerned with, like, the security of Earth. Yeah. And he just made Gaia... Well, first of all, he risked... Like, took a big risk in making Gravik the most powerful uh, being on Earth. Oh, yeah. But even so, like, even if his plan went correctly the way it went, he he's making Gaia the most powerful being, like, in the universe. Yeah. Which, you know, he doesn't know for sure... That she would never, like... Yeah, she's inconsistent. Yeah, like, she's inconsistent. Like, she could definitely be convinced to, like, take a scroll first human yeah, second position. And, for and, sure. Yeah. It's, and, but now she's more powerful than all the Avengers. I mean, so to me, someone like Fury, it doesn't really make sense that he would take that big of a risk. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's crazy that, like, 
we've seen all these individual Avengers come up with like you know powers, and we had to see them all, and then. Gaia gets all her powers at once. She's the most powerful Avenger, and she knows how to use them immediately. Right. Like, there is not a, a beat where that is skipped. Like, she knows how to pull out this arm and that arm and turn change to this and use this power. I'm like, man, there should have been a little bit of a curve to, like, learn this stuff. Yeah, that's one of those things where, like, I guess they're strapped for time or something. That's another thing is this last episode wasn't a very long episode. No, I didn't feel like it at all. I think it was maybe like 30, 40 minutes. It wasn't very long at all. Mm. So, yeah, it wouldn't. But then again, I guess they would probably need a whole episode to show her like learning the new powers yeah. and stuff, which I guess they didn't have. But, yeah. Um, so Gaia and Gravik fight each other. They eventually like knock each other into the sky or like fly up into the sky until finally Gaia uses uh, Mantis's powers uh, to make Gravik fall asleep and like, you know, fall to the earth. Yeah. And then a uh, guy goes back down and basically ends up just, like, blowing a big old hole through Gravik and killing him dead. Yeah, with that Captain Marvel phaser, I guess. It must have been, right? Yeah, it Yeah, like some it. sort of laser yeah. <laughs> phaser, yeah. Whatever, yeah. Um, so back at the hospital, Fury ends up uh, killing Rhodes, proving that he's a, a scroll, which, you know, convinces the president to call off the attack against Russia. Um we get a scene uh, where Gaia ends up freeing the people in the basement, uh, which includes the real Rhodes and the real Everett Ross. So we talked about Rhodes. Let's talk about Everett Ross for a minute, because as we've mentioned, at the end of uh, Wakanda Forever, yeah. it seemed like he was going to be hiding out with the Wakandans. Yeah. So this means either he didn't do that, and he like almost immediately got yeah. caught by the scrolls, or the the Everett Ross that was in Wakanda Forever was a scroll, right? And like, which do you think it is? I think it was really him, because like Marvel needs us to care about the character. You can't just like from start have a scroll version of him, and then you know, then we have to learn who he is later on. I don't know. I feel like yeah, the, we saw a real version of him at first. Although I do feel like. You know, since he's a secret agent, like, if they did, like, say, like, oh, he's been a scroll like, longer than we know, like, in future shows, they could maybe, you know, just show us things that he's done along the way that That's would true. make it more interesting. I don't know. Yeah. I think more so than uh, Rhodes, anyway. Yeah, they should have done that with Rhodey. Okay, so this... Uh, Here's the thing. I guess this was kind of an interesting development, but it's 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 one of those things that since it happened, you know, at the end towards the end of this, it's like, oh, we're not going to really get a, a resolve of this right now. So the president makes this speech to the American people, revealing the existence of the scrolls. But he basically <laughs> goes DevCon one and is just like vows to kill all of them. Like yeah, he goes nuts. Like pro genocide. We're gonna yeah, do it. Kill every single scroll. Which it sounded kind of like wild hearing that too on the show. He, he's got to be a Republican, right? Yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> that's that's the other thing is I'm like, I'm not sure an American president would react in that way, just like pro genocide out yeah. of the gate. I don't you know, know if any president would ever react that exactly. Way. It seemed uh, I'm like that's eh, a bit strong, but yeah. okay, I guess it makes for drama. Um. Uh, we get a, a scene where Fury meets with Vara at their home. Uh, Fury says that he loves her, but that he's going to be leaving tonight. 
but he says that if she can forgive him, that she knows where to find him. Um, so then we get a scene uh, where Sonia meets with Gaia in like an alleyway, tracks her down, and tells her that she will give her the resources to fight President Ritson's war in a way that will benefit uh, both of them. Which I'm like, okay, but again, it's like a to-be-continued type thing. Yeah. And also, like, that's another thing is, like, when are we going to see the continuation of this storyline? I mean, the Marvels could touch on it, maybe, but I have my doubts. I don't think so, yeah. Um, And, like, none of the other shows they've announced sound like something that would, you know, involve... Th- that storyline so yeah. it's and plus with these this actor strike going on who knows how how many years it'll be before we get any sort of resolution on this yeah i don't i'm not holding my breath on this one too much by the way um on twitter the other day i saw that um disney is considering delaying the marvels from this year into 2024 not because the movie's not done but because if the writer strike goes on too long like part of the sag conditions is like the actors and stuff can't promote the movie mm. and and but like uh, do you wonder like in this day and age how how does that kind of stuff really move the needle like seeing like actors and stuff promote their stuff on talk shows because i don't really watch that stuff anymore Yeah, i don't even watch tv anymore like the only thing i might see that promotes a movie is the trailer itself yeah other than that like i'm not watching like celebrity interviews and stuff and i know they still happen but i'm just like how much does that stuff really move the needle for people these days as far as whether they're gonna see a movie or not see a movie I can't imagine it makes that much of a difference anymore. Like, I we we heard like the whole Flash thing, like all the bullshit hype around that. That's true. They really went out of their way to hype that movie up, and it didn't do anything. Yeah. So I mean, people didn't fall for that, and I just think people are getting smarter about buying into that stuff. Of course, that was more like the studio heads hyping it than the the actual actors on talk shows and things. Well, but. they had like. A, other people like was it Stephen King who was like yeah who's friends with that director oh because <laughs> oh. he directed it there you go <laughs> but yeah um, yeah <laughs> I never want to hear studio heads promote a movie like that that because I get suspicious right away because it just happened too many times yeah yeah I I definitely don't trust that stuff same thing happened with you know Batman v Superman yeah. same thing happened with the Green Lantern movie and it's like now I'm like oh if I hear that kind of stuff I'm preparing for the worst and I, I just got such a bad image of like certain you know companies like Sony and uh DC like Marvel could go in that go down that path that they keep making like poor quality shows too you know but right now Marvel still has a good reputation they still get people through the doors but DC and uh and the other what was the other one DC and uh, Sony. Oh, Sony. Sony did good with uh, Into the Spider Verse and Beyond yeah, the but but uh, did you see the trailer for Craven? <laughs> oh, <laughs> that looks uh, bad. Yeah, I'm not watching that. <laughs> that looks terrible. Like, that looks like another Morbius. Only reason I'll ever watch that is for like the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> he literally like gets his powers because like. I don't know, like a, a lion blood seeps into his bloodstream or something. That's what it looks like anyway. It looks terrible. I'm like, good God, Sony, stop, please. What do we got to do to make you stop? 
I bet I bet somebody throughout history was stupid enough to think you could get powers from animals and probably did some weird stuff. That's probably true. <laughs> <laughs> um Oh, we get a scene where like Sonya and Gaia find like tons more human beings in the basement because that's one thing i was i'm kind of glad they had that scene because if they just had that one like hallway where like roads was kept i'm like this doesn't look like very many people right but no it's somewhere in the like green screen basement they have like like a million rows of these things for sure um okay so we get a scene where like Fury's talking to the president, and that's uh, as he's talking, we we see some some scene. I actually did think this was kind of like a little bit interesting. Um, so we see uh, some rednecks kill uh, Shooter McGavin scroll like on live TV, <laughs> and then um, we also see uh, another politi- female politician assassinated by a scroll hater. But as she's assassinated, we see the red blood and figure figure out like oh she was a legit human and like you know this redneck guy was brainwashed into thinking she was a scroll and i'm like that is the kind of stuff that probably would really happen given like the climate of our country and stuff so i thought it was kind of clever of them to like wrap in kind of like our political climate today with what might happen if there was uh you know uh, something like this unfolded yeah so i thought that was kind of clever and interesting um so yeah, Fury talking to the president tries to get him to call off the war against the scrolls, uh, but the president says if Fury cares about them at all, that he will get them off planet, uh, which he apparently hasn't accomplished in like thirty no, no, years. Yeah, that was not part of the plan. <laughs> so we get a scene now. Uh, it's about to wrap up. So Fury is about to leave Earth again uh, when Vara shows up, and uh, well, Vara says that she does want. Because he, he's several times has called her Priscilla, uh, the name of the human she is disguised as. But she's like, now that scrolls are out there, she wants to use her scroll name Vara rather than Priscilla. Um, Fury says that the Kree are open to having peace talks now with the scrolls. Um, Why would they, though? Which I was going to say, that seems a little convenient. Yeah. It just seems like they want a way out of what they wrote themselves into. Yeah. Um, and he says that uh, he would like Vara to be a diplomat in the peace talks um, and that they're better together than apart. Uh, Vara says that she is willing to go up in space and uh, get things started, uh, but she does plan on eventually coming back down to Earth because uh, she has a lot to work of work to do on Earth. Uh, she then changes into her scroll form, uh, tells Fury she loves him, and they share a kiss, and then they beam up into space... And that's the end. Again, even like their relationship when they were kissing, I'm like, I still don't know if these two like each other. <laughs> yeah, that that whole thing just seemed very uneasy. <laughs> it did seem weird. It didn't, didn't it? seem cute. It just seemed like so. It seemed right their relationship. <laughs> also, like, um, I'm thinking, like, I want to see the behind the scenes of that because it almost looked unnatural in a way. Like, I don't know if like. Was Fury, like, actually kissing a, a human being? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It might be hard to, like, kiss somebody with that much makeup on and stuff. Yeah, well, I didn't even know if it was, like, someone actually in scroll makeup or if it was just a person within, like, the CGI scroll effects put on afterwards. Right, but right. I don't know. There was something about it that looked a little weird. Right, yeah. But it did look I'm... funny. It did look weird. <laughs> um, but, yeah, when it ended, I was just like, oh, okay. Um 
nothing about this series ever really got my excitement up, I guess, is the problem. Yeah, with with shows like WandaVision, WandaVision had so many, like, what could it be, you know? Right, like, right. They kept you in from episode to episode in suspense and wondering what was going to happen. And, and Loki had a lot of that, too, but it also had, like, this huge epic, like, story that, you know, it just felt like this is this is going to be the part this is going to be a major part of the marvel cinematic universe it right felt like. and this didn't feel like either of those this just felt like a very straightforward you know espionage type you know i know there's aliens involved but it just didn't seem like you know it, it, it very very uh, much fell in line with the whole captain america type shows movies totally totally agree because like um i i certainly like this better than you know Hawkeye, Miss Marvel, She-Hulk. Yeah. But to me, it's a lot like the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, where it's just like, I don't know, that was a show, I guess. Like, yeah. it's not offensively bad, but it's just kind of meh. Yeah, I mean, Like, I, I can't see myself ever revisiting this. Right. But I'll give credit to Samuel Jackson. Like, they, you know, he was a good character, like, I thought, you know, like... His acting was good. Everything was great about him. He was compelling. I liked watching him. It was just gra- graphic. Didn't seem that interesting to me. That's uh, true. The the girl, what's her name? Um, Gaia. She didn't seem. That oh, interesting Amelia to me. Clark. Yeah. I mean, I like her as an actress, but yeah, her. I'm. I don't feel like her character ever got a chance to be like super interesting right. during this particular show. Yeah. Hopefully, in the future, she, she'll get fleshed out a little more and be more interesting. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I agree. In this show, we didn't really get much personality from her. No. Speaking of Loki, um, the uh, trailer for Loki Season 2 came out today. Oh, nice. Yeah, I, I just I just saw it just a little before we started. It looks interesting, actually. Okay. A lot of... I mean, just watching the trailer, like, it's one of those things where I'm not sure exactly what the plot is because it's so, like, you know, time travel yeah. type of stuff. But a lot of interesting visuals in the trailer, at least. Okay. I, uh, I'm definitely more excited for that because i like loki season one Mm -hmm. definitely for me loki season one is the best out of all these uh marvel shows okay yeah yeah i think so too and then wandavision would be second yeah um you know what um the other day i decided um to watch shang chi which i hadn't seen since we saw saw it in theaters i actually thought it was pretty enjoyable i think out of all that, like phase, I guess four stuff. I think that might be one of the better yeah, movies. I think so too. for that phase. Quite a bit of fun. Um, boy, yeah. Any any uh, final thoughts about Secret Invasion or or maybe things you'd like to see from this storyline continued elsewhere? Uh, I don't know what you know, what the difference is in like the writers or anything between this show and any other show like WandaVision and Loki, but just try to go with those guys <laughs> they did a really good job <laughs> well you know that's interesting you say that because i was thinking like this show could have been something really great i feel like if they played the long game yeah. more like if if they would have been seeding this show for a long time before they actually did it mm-hmm. and like just planned it out more in depth like i think it could have been something but i don't feel like the like I can't speak to the quality of the writers on this show, but I kind of feel I I kind of wonder like how much time they had to to write this show in, yeah. because it seemed you know we pointed out a lot of things that you know it's like if it just did a second pass on this it seems like you could have came up with better <laughs> alternatives okay, than what you did yeah. you know and so I I think it's something that maybe just needed more time to cook mm-hmm. and uh, you know. 
I feel like if they were going to do a secret invasion show, they should have been like, okay, we're going to do a secret invasion show five or six years from now. Mm -hmm. So what should we be planting in our movies and other TV shows to make this pay off in a big, bad way? Yeah. Kind of like how they did with Endgame and infinity war. Like it seemed like they planned that out a long time in advance. It does. Yeah. It seemed like they had a, uh, you know, at least a lot better roadmap, you know, I mean, I'm sure they didn't know it all from the beginning, but I, I, I do think they planned it out a lot I better. Think they're probably doing a similar thing with Kang. Like, I don't know what they're, if they're still, like, heavily invested in Jonathan Majors or what, but... Well, you know, it's funny watching that Loki Season 2 trailer, because I assume he's in that show quite a bit, Yeah. but they only really had one shot of him in the trailer, and it was that same, uh, like old timey in the west oh, Victor image Timely. yeah that we got at the post credit for whatever movie that was that we saw yeah. maybe Quantumania or whatever uh-huh. but other than that he was not in that trailer so i'm like maybe they're trying to downplay him yeah, a little bit just downplaying him. but yeah i don't think it's decided yet whether they'll get rid of him or not because as far as i know like i don't think he's been convicted of anything right, yeah. it's still like in the courts or whatever so mm. i don't know how that'll turn out yeah. Um but yeah, so I think I'm going to give this series overall I'll be I'll be nice and give it a 6 out of 10. What about you? Yeah, I'll, I'll do the same. Yeah. 6 and that's that's thinking of it in a positive light. Yeah, nothing mm-hmm. egregiously horrible, but just a little dull and I don't think it's thought out as well thought out as it should have been. Yeah, it was a little cookie cutter. All right, guys, that is going to do it for our show today. Please comment down below. Tell us how you like this series. Uh, tell us, uh, you know, if if we missed anything, what we got wrong, what we got right. Uh, also, gives us a thumbs up. Uh, subscribe to us both on the YouTube channel and in audio form on your podcast service of choice. Um, and um, so far, <laughs> I'm still on Twitter if you want to come <laughs> over. Uh, at Zach Jones Live, Z-A-C-H-J-O-N-E-S-L-I-V-E. I guess it's X now. X going to give it oh, to you. Oh, right. <laughs> you know what? I, I, I'm i not necessarily opposed to like going to another like social media platform. I'm just waiting for somebody to say, okay, yeah, this other one's like good now. Yeah. Because there's like th- that Threads one, which is an offshoot of like Instagram. Yeah. And there's one called Blue Sky. And I'm just like, okay, tell me when one is as good as Twitter. Yeah. And I'll move over. Agreed. You know? Yeah. Because I, 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 thought about trying i tried blue sky you have to like be in- invited to try that though oh really so i couldn't like get on or anything um i haven't tried threads yet but i've heard like there are a lot of issues coming out of the gate. i've heard that too yeah. i mean i'm sure twitter had the same problems coming out of the gate but uh once they fi- fix it up a little bit i'll check it out yeah or or who knows maybe elon musk will finally get desperate and just sell twitter to someone <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i think he's in it to destroy it now <laughs> boy it seems like it uh but anyway that'll do it uh for all of our shenanigans and poppycock this week please 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 tune in again next week bye guys take care